in the weeks to come, Gunslinger, filled with renewed power, will show our world the true impact of his presence, especially with what he's about to do next. Welcome to the Malbolge. This is regarding Spawn, the world's best Spawn podcast. I'm your co-host, John Fisher. And I'm your co-host, David Williams. And Johnny, you are Knuff. I need you to know that. You are Knuff. I don't get it. Oh, you don't you you just saw the Barbie movie and Ken wears the shirt that oh, says Ken I am Knuff. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I thought you were saying I am Knuff, like K apostrophe N Nuff. No, 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 no. The, exactly like that, only without the the apostrophe. You are Knuff, Johnny. I am Knuff. I am Knuff. Yeah, I'm Barbenheimer, baby. Oh man. So so what do you feel about uh patriarchy that has nothing to do with horses? Uh do you still have an interest in that? Nope. I'm like Gunslinger, baby. He's oh, got to have a horse or a dinosaur that I can ride, or I'm not into it. Yeah, but I saw Bar. I saw Barbenheimer last Tuesday. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I've only I've only done half the Barbenheimer. I did the Barbie half. Uh, oh, nice. I think I'll I think I'll wait to do Oppenheimer in the comfort and security of my own home, so I can go to the bathroom in the middle and not have to, you know, do the uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse I can't remember me. if I went to the bathroom or not. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you you did. You just didn't realize you were doing it. Well, that's the if I went to the Alamo Draft House, they have a catheter now. You just <laughs> hook it up to yourself and just go. They 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 uh they just dig through the trash can for empty water bottles, and they're like, here, do it, do it long distance. Yeah, you put you, you put up a card, and they'll bring you a water water bottle. <laughs> You just have to pay the like the the recycling deposit or something. <laughs> oh Lord Almighty! Could you imagine? Well, welcome everyone. Welcome to Regarding Spawn. Welcome. Where each week, we bring you two issues from Spawn's universe coming at you: a classic and a more modern. And they're always good, except for when they aren't. But they usually are. They usually are. We had a little rough time there with our friend Raptor. We weren't big fans of, but no, nope, no, nope. made me feel guilty. I had a lot of guilty spawn dreams just like wishing that i had liked those issues more and just the todd father was just like crying and yelling at me in my dreams it's like it's like you're, you're wondering why you weren't good enough uh and you just imagine the todd father like one of those dogs in the sarah mclaughlin uh animal rescue commercials just with the the big uh big eyes and the in the arms oh yeah of the in the arms of the angel yeah those are some sad ass commercials. <laughs> the, there's generational trauma that those commercials caused uh, that we're still dealing with to this day. Um, but we don't want to make the Todd Father sad, as we've as no, we've, we don't. We've mentioned before. He's a man with too much energy and too many ideas. We can't we can't get him off his groove. He's not going to get all those stories out if we do that. It's true. He also said at Comic Con, if you watch the whole panel this year, the the SDCC panel he did, where he revealed those five new titles. He did say. 
he's at zero every day, which means he said that like he doesn't read comments basically, and he's like, I don't care what anyone thinks about it. I'm at zero. You're not gonna you're not gonna drive me crazy or piss me <laughs> off because I don't read any comments anyway. So even if we said we didn't like those issues, he wouldn't read them or listen to it. So it doesn't matter. Oh, nice. That that makes it feel a little better. Uh, makes uh, me feel better. Okay, I just I just worked myself out of that. I think that's called a breakthrough. It's like a it's it's now I know that I won't just randomly get the angry call from from the Todd father. It's just I pick up and he's like, "Hey, it's Todd McFarlane here." <laughs> you made I me listened feel to your bad. damn episode. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> Although I am I am excited for the day that I pick up the phone from a. Uh, a uh, number I don't know, or like a spam risk, and it's just like, "Hey, Todd McFarlane here." Uh, that I would, I would probably hang up immediately and be like, "Who's pranking me?" <laughs> Johnny, is that you? <laughs> I know you're. I know you're a good voice actor, man, but uh, this is a, a step too far, Johnny. This a is, step too far. That's identity theft. <laughs> the first issue we have. Written by the man we're talking about here, Todd McFarlane. The man himself. Is Spawn 309, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which came out August 27th, to be precise. 26th. August 27th. 26th. I just said 27 because that's my favorite number. Hey, I know um, uh, uh, Wanda's favorite number is 27 as well. So it's a. Uh... I think that's come up on the show before. Really? Uh, it might have. Yeah. I know I've said it. It's my birthday. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, but it's August 26, 2020. Everyone's favorite fucking year in the history of fucking years. My favorite number is 69, Johnny. 69, 420. Oh, <laughs> or 8,000. 8,085. 80, 80,085 is, 80, is what I meant to say. 80,085. Is that 69 times 420? No, no, no. That's the boobs number where you put it on the calculator. Oh, it's boobs. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. If you, if you watch the most recent season of Queer Eye on Netflix, uh, they go to a frat house in one episode, and that's literally the key code to get into the house. <laughs> Jonathan's like, try boobs. And Tan's like, what are oh, you no. talking about? And Jonathan's like, put the code in, the boobs code. <laughs> It was great. It was great. Queer Eye, good oh show. Oh, my God. Uh, and then our more modern <laughs> issue we have is Scorch number 18 mm-hmm. from May 2023. Which feels almost so. a pandemic ago, just for for personal reasons, not for... Well, I guess the world is kind of awful, so that, that counts, but... Yeah. It's been a weird summer. <laughs> Uh, it's had its ups and downs. It's swinging wildly. It's that's for sure. A lot, a lot of rain. A lot, a lot of heat. A lot of good news. A lot of bad news. A lot of good stuff. A lot of bad stuff. Aliens. Godzilla Channel. <laughs> uh, Barbenheimer happened. There's been a lot of stuff. Another, I got a new cat. Another looming. Oh, so you you're keeping the cat? Pretty sure we're gonna keep the cat. Hell yes, yeah! Listeners. Congratulations. Uh, a cat showed up on our back porch on one of the hot days, and he was so she was so dehydrated and hungry, and we brought her in. I think we're gonna name her Barbie. Oh, that's beautiful. Or Babs, call Babs. her Babs or BB, Barbie, Barbara. Babs. A lot of good names. Yeah. If their name is Barbie. Yeah, the, we got a we got a dog named Borb. Um, her name was actually Barbara, but it's just easier to to scream Borb. Uh, so Borb, <laughs> Borb. We spell it with a zero too, so that's how you have to pronounce it. Uh, you go up on the O. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, unless, of course, 
like we figure out that it's owned by somebody we're not gonna be like psychos and keep it but um yeah we should we were probably gonna keep the cat there was there was unless unless i'm walking down the street one day and i see like a poster that says lost kitten and i'm like oh no oh man oh man i yeah i always look at those and i'm like none of those are my dogs are they oh okay good (laughs) (laughs) oh there was a there was a video i saw not too long ago um where there was this it was like a crazy neighbor video and this dude was just yelling at his neighbor for like, you're stealing our cat. And he's like, your cat comes over here and asks me to pet it. And then I go back inside and leave the cat outside. It's not my fault. The cat doesn't like you. And they're like, you're stealing our cat. You're harboring. I'm calling the cops on you. (laughs) It's not my fault. Your cat doesn't like you. That's hilarious. He's, He's like, you're not allowed to touch my cat when it's in your yard. And it's like, what? It's my yard. Your cat came over here. (laughs) <laughs> it was wild wild love those ring camera fight videos oh man the... or was it just like a public freak out with like yelling at each other like filming each other Although, uh it's a it's a little more a little more wholesome but my favorite ring camera video ever was taken by um one of the people we used to were in the theater department with she was one of the one of the tech students um and her ring video was uh it caught the school bus going down the street and then like 10 seconds later there's this little kid just booking it down the street with his little backpack and his books and it was just like ah, ah. So, poor kid missed the bus but it was a hilarious video <laughs> that's hilarious hey if you can't drive and you miss the bus that's a great that's a great deal you just get a day off of school man i uh man i have chased after buses so many times here in town I think I've finally hit the point where it's like, fuck it, I'll just be late. <laughs> it's no, I don't really run after the bus that much. Yeah. I mean, if I'm like ahead of it and I gotta like beat it, to yeah, stop. It... But if it's like past me, I'm oh, like, yeah. okay. I if I know up. I can make it, or like they've seen me and they're they like indicate the driver indicates that they're gonna stop at the next stop, I'll run. But like, I've been on the bus so many times where people chasing after it and they're just like slapping the back of it, and you can hear them yelling from outside. Um. Yeah. And yeah, but the bus driver's not going to stop if you yell and scream and hit the back of the bus, guys. <laughs> Probably l- stop less likely to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless you have a a chorus of people on the bus being like, "Hey, hey, hey, stop, man. Stop. Just stop." <laughs> yeah, everyone has to like start yeah. screaming out. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, a weird mix of dictatorship and democracy where the bus driver says unless sufficient sufficient uh rabble is roused to overthrow their uh decision well speaking of rabble rousers rabble we got a rabble rouser in this issue of 309 we got the the rabblest rouser and the rabblest rouser hobbies in here um but before we have to dive into the issue we've got to dive out of the issue into the covers (laughs) um what cover do you have david well or how are you reading this so i am reading this one in that trade paperback spawn omega that covers 308 through 315 and it gives me the matina cover at the issue break in the book the medieval looking all spooky with a okay a giant axe and a the most frightening horse that most definitely would never have appeared on the kingdom's horse feed. Um, it's too spooky for that. So this, I've got the Matina as well, but I don't know if I have like, 
Okay. Mine has all like these. Mine has the world breaker breaking comic on it, and it says like consequences of sin part two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's got the horse and everything. Um, there are four other covers because this issue was reprinted twice. Twice. There's a third print of it. Whoa! Nice. Probably just saw the build up for waiting for Spawn, and like maybe it was just you couldn't get big prints at that time because that was around the time of the paper shortages were starting yeah yeah so that might be why but there's a bunch of prints of this so that means it should be pretty easy to find uh if you're pretty easy to to find collect your finish your collection the second print is the most affordable worth about eight bucks Mm -hmm. um and then the matina that i have they all go for about 10 the cover c Oh, sorry. So the cover B is Todd McFarlane with Javi walking. Um, pretty badass. Yeah. And that's the cover they use for all the reprints. And they just they just use that cover. Nice. Uh, hey Johnny, Johnny, I'm seeing that um, there might be uh an additional print of Spawn three oh nine that is potentially even more affordable to get. Um, because it looks like um. That 309 is the issue that was packaged with those page punchers that they announced a very, 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 very long time ago. So, yes, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, that's, what, but, that, that's what Entertainment Earth is telling me, but, you know, sometimes those descriptions can be wrong. No, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, um, because it's the same cover, but I haven't, you know, I don't know if I'll ever open a page puncher, you know, it's uh, just uh, it's it's sad, you know, sad. I think sad about them all the time. Um, oh man, that uh, that that full sized uh, Mr. Freeze page puncher that the Todd father was hyping up at SDCC looked so cool. I love the sort was of, it? I didn't see that. It's the it's the like Bioshock mech big brother or whatever his name is. It looks like that, only it's Mr. Freeze, big daddy. It's so so fucking cool. It's that so is cool. cool. Uh, interestingly enough, this is listed as a key issue for first full appearance of new gunslinger spawn which i don't know if i agree with because he was in the last issue these key stuff's a bunch of bullshit they because i mean he's been he's been in and out of issues since 300 right yeah they've had they've had his they've had his face plastered over i guess they mean new maybe they thought that like because he gets zapped by auger here that that's what they meant by yeah, I don't know. New gunslinger spawn. I don't know. I don't know. It's a key issue because it's 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 a key to fun. It's it's definitely it's uh it's walked up to this door with fun on the above it and like they tried to jiggle the handle and it was locked and it just said, "Hey, hold on a second. I think I got a key for this thing." And you know, it brings out they bring out like the the big ass the big ass key ring like a janitor would have and they just like flip through nope 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 ah here it is no there's 342 keys and then this is the key 309 309 uh did we talk about the cover c i know you mentioned it but it's a fino cover uh i mentioned it briefly off air um we did not talk about oh yes it's spawn um it's spawn it's, just sitting there. Yeah, it's 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 Al Simmons spawn, not gunslinger spawn. Oh yeah, sorry. Or, Al Simmons or spawn. not Jim Downing spawn or medieval. Yeah, we got three spawns represented on these various covers. We got medieval, gunslinger, and yeah. vanilla spawn. Oh, the OG spawn. As we know from the Doughboys, 
vanilla is not plain it is a flavor yeah that's that's absolutely true um i there was a a quote from from weird al once um when he was defending his preference of like vanilla something vanilla because because somebody was like isn't that boring and he's like no 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 no. when you're a kid you think of vanilla the flavor as like clear like it doesn't exist but vanilla is fucking delicious weird al of course didn't say fucking delicious because you know uh he's a better person than i will ever be and also has a very very clean mouth <laughs> i mean like a very flavorful but, vanilla bean ice cream can yeah be so good like it's it's insane and like the the premium you pay on a good vanilla is very indicative of how good it is oh man it's true dude we gotta talk we can't talk about ice cream i'm in my closet here david it is hot <laughs> Well, it's just, already getting steamy. I guess that means I shouldn't ask if you've seen that new uh, Twisted Metal show that has Sweet Tooth and his little ice cream <laughs> ice cream truck. I haven't. I, uh, I'm i curious about it. I like Anthony Mackie. I like Anthony Mackie, too. I also and, like... Uh, the, uh, speaking of the Doughboys, uh, what's his name? Mike Mitchell's in it. Oh, really? Oh, shit. I have to watch it. Is Mike he, Mitchell is and the Doughboys is, is he in Sweet it. Tooth? No, I don't think so. That'd be awesome. And that's the only that's the only big individual I can think of right off the top of my head. <laughs> no, he was just like I don't know if he's like comic relief, but I saw a preview where Mike Mitchell was like sitting there and like Sweet Tooth walked in, he's like, Oh shit and says something funny and runs away. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of uh people being in stuff and reading off their credits, Johnny. What uh what are the rest of the credits for this this particular issue? I uh don't have that page. Oh, the credits. So, um, I thought you were asking my credit score. Uh, yes, yes. Please give me that FICO. I'll also need, uh, your social, um, uh, the hospital you were born in and your mother's maiden name, please. Uh, no. (laughs) Oh, come on. What's a little, what's a little identity theft between friends? I mean, hell, you can have it. Oh. I don't want my identity anymore. I mean, I, I was literally just railing against identity theft earlier. Um, that was a ruse. It's true. Uh, I see. This is a way. See, we much. need to talk more about identity theft because then we can get known as like identity theft guys. And we can get like uh, Safe Shark to sponsor us. Yeah, that would be cool. Or like Surf Shark. Man, anything with sharks in it, please sponsor us. Anything with shark. Sharks, please is... just send us your teeth. We'll accept that as money, and then we'll shout out how cool you are every week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those companies that are like Surfshark are just there to be like, it helps you pirate stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just gives you the IP addresses and all that stuff. But yeah. Yeah, so credits page. We got script and plot by Mr. Todd McFarland. Ah. I don't know why I just said it like that. <laughs> From Mr. Todd McFarland. Um, you got something creeping art. into that uh, toy portal behind you, Johnny. Uh, I don't know. The last toy I opened was monolith so so i mean he's coming in from another world so he might have brought no that's not true we opened those salmon twitch toys well i mean well those aren't even toys those are like works of art i don't even consider that a toy they're like statues they're they're beautiful somebody tried to at work somebody tried to um uh make a joke that i have an action figure that looks exactly like or an action figure of a particular person that we work with and I had to give them a scowl and say, "Don't you, don't you say that about my my Twitch? Don't don't you say that about Mr. Twitch Williams? He doesn't he doesn't deserve that." <laughs> but they do. Uh, and then we they know well, nothing we don't about deserve. Twitch. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, I said they know nothing about Sam and Twitch, so they didn't know how uh, close to the quick they cut with their mar- with their remarks. 
how precious she is to you. Yeah. And how sensitive of a boy I am. We've got art by Ken Lashley. Is this Ken Lashley's first issue, or did Lashley also do the previous issue? Ashley did the Lashley, right? <laughs> that's that's what I, I'm I'm wondering. Um, uh, I don't have Ken, it. It's in my Ken outside the room. Ken Lashley's stuff, uh, pretty dope. Pretty dope. Um, the uh, as I mentioned previously, the the trade paperback before this one had all the covers in the back of it. Um, and this one, instead of having a cover gallery, has uh, a process page from each issue in a gallery. And it does say that page 11 from Spawn 308 was inked by Ken Lashley. So I guess this is Ken Lashley's second issue on Spawn. Yeah, no, he did 308 because I remember his hobby looking pretty similar. So Lettering, of course, by Tom Orzachowski. Mm, nice, nice. Colors by Peter Steigerwald. We already covered the cover artist there. And because it's the pandemic, we got Todd McFarlane as editor-in-chief. He's pulling up a lot of duty. Nice. <laughs> he's I mean, doing a lot of duty. He's making a lot of duty jokes, for sure. For sure. Uh, he does that with all those bum-bums <laughs> and spawn kills everyone. Absolutely wild. We're coming back. I was so those glad. bum-bums are going to kill Jessica Priest. I was so glad Brian was there to uh, appreciate Oh, whatever that was with us. <laughs> the bum bums. Can't wait to can't wait to cover Spawn Kills Everyone uh, on the podcast. It's gonna be a fun. Yeah, time. that'll be fun. So, previously in Spawn, Consequence of Sin Part One, with the future in doubt and medieval Spawn's legacy in question, Spawn, She Spawn, and Reaper go on the offensive, but a longtime ally has shown his true colors and Cogliostro rallies an army and a deadly new recruit, Gunslinger Spawn. Hey, I've heard dun, of those dun, guys. Dun. I know Cogliostro. Yeah, we know Gunslinger Spawn. We do. He's a good friend of ours. So we open with a classic Todd father, Population Count. <laughs> Man, that is a, a bustling metropolis that uh, Gunslinger has come from. 857 people. Uh, 857 living souls, Johnny. I'm surprised you didn't give us the uh, census of the graveyards as well. Hey, dead people vote according to Republicans. So. Yeah. Oh, man. We're about, it's about time for all those jokes to be told again. Great. Oh, God, don't I remind love, me. I love hearing don't. the, did you vote early and often? <laughs> I vote often. Yeah, I vote often too. Only once per. Whatever election, they huh? make me vote. Oh, I, I've, I'm, I'm their worst nightmare. I voted seven times in the last election. <laughs> the problem is, I voted for Kanye. <laughs> I don't think we could do this podcast anymore, Johnny. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> oh no! Come on. I hear stories that Kanye still owes people on the South Side money, like twenty-five bucks here and there, but. He still owes them money. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Uh, so Gunslinger has been sucked in mm -hmm. to the modern world. So, so and uh, I got I got I got a question here, Johnny. Yeah. Um, is this? So it says that um, one by one they begin getting sick. Young, old, age didn't matter. Once it began, it couldn't be stopped. Were they getting sick before he got sucked through time? Or is this, like, 
how he perceives being sucked through time, seeing them getting old and dying just because, you know, time's sort of fast forwarding by him. I don't know. Did I maybe try to reach too much into that? I'm going to assume that the town was sick before he got sucked through time, but. Yeah, um, because I accidentally read the wrong issue, <laughs> I know that later there's a virus that comes into play. I don't know if this is the, the Todd Father trying to mention, like, COVID. I don't I'm know. not sure. I don't know. I did just watch Mission Impossible 2, and um, I'm pretty sure that uh, there would not be a. Uh, a market for a virus-based espionage movie at this point in time. <laughs> it used to be pretty common. I mean, even uh, Spawn movie, it's a virus. Yeah. He's going to release the, the virus to take out the world. Um, whenever my uh, AP environmental science professor and professor teacher in high school uh, just didn't want to teach, he would show us the uh, Dustin Hoffman classic Outbreak because, you know, it was reasonably close to science stuff. Reasonably. Reasonably. That's a cute monkey. Yeah, it was. It's very upsetting how closely the doofuses that extend the virus and outbreak actually happened in real life with a real deadly virus. It did? Yeah, because there's like halfway through the movie, they're like, oh, okay, oh, we're all good now. We can just faff about and not have to worry about it. And then they... It gets worse again, so. Hey, just like in yeah. uh, just, real life. Yeah, just like in that, that reality show about the oh, year of boy. our Lord, 2020. <laughs> they need to go on the writer's strike. Man, yeah. Unfortunately, I think uh, I think reality shows get away without having any union writers on them, so. No, uh, they do. Yeah, that's why they get to keep making them. Please, everybody be excited for just reality show upon reality show coming this fall whatever they keep putting marshawn lynch in in reality shows and i fucking love that guy so that's fine <laughs> so javi has basically tried to go get a drink last time and started like a war in a bar yeah <laughs> just just like it didn't go as planned yeah just annihilated everybody in this bar and then Cog shows up and his hellhounds take care of the cops. So he's just leaving wreckage behind him as he goes. And he feels his body source, his energy source draining here. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't find a cure or replacement, yeah, he'll we, be suffering the same fate. We just learned that his host body won't last for more than a day. Is that what Cog told him in the last episode? Last issue? Something like that. He said like a day, because now it's like 12 hours left. Yeah. And then now he says he doubts he has more than 12 hours left. Um, and he's walking through what looks kind of like a... Kind of like a ghost town. Yeah, I love the art here. Um, Ken Lashley's got a really great... Indeed. I got a... Style. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but... The specific uh, process page from the gallery in the back of this is gunslinger standing at the head of the empty street. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty cool. It's the, it's the inked portion of the process and whew, it's beautiful, both colored and not. So Javi decides just to wander into like a uh, beauty salon. It looks yeah, like Jace, he needs his, his hair, nails and makeup did. 
Why not? Yeah. And uh, goes in there. He lights up one of his necro cigarettes. Yep, yep. I like uh, I like the onomatopoeia on that. Is tish. <laughs> tish, yeah. You really see that. He's got a little. We got a little spawn nose there. Yeah. It's well, we got a little. Just we got a little, little spawn bit. lips too. That's a little, a little weird. Um, I mean, he has to smoke, so you know, he does have to have lips. Yeah. Um, and then. Oh geez, we see what is in the ha- the the beauty salon. There is a bunch of melted people. A bunch of melted people, just like dead and like turned into skeletons, goopy skeletons. This fucking beauty salon, Johnny, get me signed up for one of those makeovers. I like it. That's a, it's a yeah. A you look like aesthetic. a skeleton. I like. I love a skeleton with an earring. Love a skeleton with an hey. earring. The, that skeleton on the floor with the blow dryer in its hand, that kind of looks like a bong. So I'd like to believe that they got a, a, a real killer strain, as they say. Yoink. <laughs> Zoink. Um, yeah. 20 seconds past Johnny. He's got, we got the Todd Father's accurate numbers again. Accurate numbers. We got 20 seconds. And then all of a sudden, a dog comes up. Yeah. Rabbit animal. A cog dog. Cog dog. Mm, that sounds like a. Uh, I think we now need to have a hell themed or a spawn themed uh, restaurant and the cog dog. Yeah, get a cog dog. Cog dog. Could a hot be, cog. Uh, it would be since they're hellhounds, it would have to be real spicy, so there'd have to be like jalapenos and sriracha or some shit on it. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, there would obviously be a clown turkey leg. <laughs> uh, of course. Uh. Uh, there'd have to be, we'd have to call the burgers, burger foods, burger foods. Burger foods. Um, you can imagine like the appetizers are like, you know, would just be like b- b- bags of chips from Taylor's hotel room. <laughs> There's a, that's like the only appetizer they have is just like prepackaged snacks. The, the special is, uh, uh, a beer and a slice of cake. <laughs> that's the dessert special. All right. So constantly starts shooting at his dog. Well, no, 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 because he says, oh, he says that the, the dog, dog is, stops. The dog is obviously uh, barking at something behind him. And so Gunslinger does a blam, blam, blam behind himself. Doesn't even look, just turns around oh, I like this and shoots. I like how it's um, it's uh, it's afraid of something it sees. And then Gunslinger blams and it's behind the Gunslinger. I love how it's broken up physically. It's real fun. I also like how Lashley puts a. Puts a reservoir tip on the top of the gunslinger's hat. <laughs> it comes to a point. Like a condom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does kind of look like a condom in these. It's great. Oh, boy. It's great. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Speaking of. So then we get hippie cogs. I was about to say, speaking of dicks. Um. Uh, so, so Gunslinger has hit the hellhounds that are flanking either side of Cog, and Cog's just, he's got his poncho and his bandana and his, his sunglasses. He's like a biker hippie. Like, he looks like he- Yeah, he's like a biker hippie. He looks like he's grumpy because we, (laughs) he had to leave, uh, oh, he had to leave Sturgis early or something. Sturgis, right, Sturgis. (laughs) Oh, I always, we always used to have to- we used to drive to go visit my grandparents in Iowa, um, and invariably we always were driving around the time that people were migrating to 
Sturgis for the rally. So it would just be yeah. us in our minivan surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of motorcycles. It was it was awesome. I can't say Yeah, but that was cool for little kid David. Yeah, I can't say uh if Sturgis the rally itself is very cool, but man, watching those people going 85 miles an hour on the highway on a motorcycle with no helmet with their their beer guts and long ass beards flapping in the wind. It was a glorious sight. Um very aspirational for a young kid who uh, people close to him said that would only grow up to be useful as a speed bump. What? If, oh, uh, I had friends when I was little who said that I was so fat, the only thing I'd be good for when I grew up was a speed bump. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yep. Uh, so so if there are any husky kids out there listening to this, and if you need yourself a, a role model, get you one of those, uh, uh, find you one of those bikers that uh, like goes and uh, beats up child predators. <laughs> because <laughs> uh those guys kick ass and ain't nobody ain't nobody gonna tell them they're fat no mm-mm, mm-mm, you don't do that ain't gonna do that what a ter- what a what a wild tangent to go down johnny because now i'm just thinking of the biker bar scene from peewee's big adventure uh, yeah <laughs> and how peewee mollifies all the angry bikers by <laughs> dancing for them <laughs> that's all you gotta do <laughs> Well, I guess he also. Uh, so he shoots. Oh no! Go ahead. I was about to say. He, I guess he also frightens them by telling them that large Marge sent him. Huh. Both. Man. You gotta, you gotta scare them and. <laughs> and then do a little dance. Woo them. And then do a little dance. Also, knocking down everybody's motorcycles at the bar, Domino Styles. Uh, no, 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 no! Don't do that. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> where where were we, Johnny? Oh yeah, biker. Comic. I don't know. I I can't do these tangents today, Dave. It's so hot in here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I you have to keep us on track because my brain is dead. Okay, okay, okay. So we we got biker cog, um, uh, and gunslingers. Kind of upset the cog is there, and cog's just like, yeah, fucking deal with it. And then we we smash cut to. To Al and Mark. Looking badass. This is a great Al. Yeah, this is a great Al. This is a great Mark. Uh, they're just, like, trying to figure out what's going on with this medieval armor. Um, right. And this this whole interaction is great. Al is just being the jerkiest jerk and not listening to Mark. And Mark's like, hey, hold on a second. You should know this. And Al's like, nah, I don't fucking need to know this. And then Mark's like, shut shut the hell up for a second. You need this stuff. I did all this shit. Fucking here you go. <laughs> and then Al's just like, you could you could have asked about it. You could have said it nicer. But I, I do like that Mark saying the things nicely and getting ignored happens directly before this. So, like, Al's trying to save face, but he's he just got called out for being a jerk, and I think that's fun. I like that uh, Medieval's gauntlet looks like he's like drinking out of a cup. Yeah, yeah, it's like a like a Viking mug. It looks like a Viking mug. So who does he think he is, Miss Sands, drinking out of cups? Uh, These colors are just very vibrant. Uh-huh. I love. Just I don't know. I think this is really good stuff. I really like uh, Ken Lashley's art. It's it's real good. It's real fun. And the colors, of course, by. Peter Steigerwald. Mm-hmm. They're talking about symbiotes, mm-hmm. it appears. 
I'm gonna try to figure out why this spawn attacked him, where these other spawns are. And then Mark's just like, hey, dude, you don't you don't have to worry about this. There's bigger stuff to bigger stuff to pay attention to. And Spawn's just so obsessed with his costumes. I uh that's another another Todd Father thing that I don't know if how how much we've spoken about it, but I love that in universe they refer to them as their costumes. <laughs> yeah, he does refer to them as their costumes. And also my friend Eloy told me a story that the only reason he made it alive is because he couldn't remember which side the uh gauntlets and like the, the leg thing was on. <laughs> so he could just say, Oh, it's alive, so it just switches it up. Yeah, uh especially in those early the early issues you can kind of see like a uh, like the number of spikes varies because sometimes like the brass knuckle spikes he has sometimes there's three sometimes there's two um right i know a lot of people like to to make lack of suit continuity and early spawn issues be an indication that it's a bad comic book but you know what it's alive it's alive that's fucking k7 letha baby yeah we know her name, and we know she's a great symbiote, yeah. and she's alive. So don't discount K Seven Letha. So, but also since he he refers to it as a costume, it does it does the dramatics of Al angrily taking the dossier that Mark hands him, <laughs> and then just like letting letting the symbiote cover his face before he says anything. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get all mean. Al, Al is such a drama queen. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. So then we cut to Tokyo, Japan. It's uh, where we have. I gotta say, Johnny, this is the nicest I've seen Tokyo lately. Because usually there's some sort of uh big beast smashing those buildings. Yeah, have you been watching the uh? uh godzilla channel yeah, the godzilla channel uh it's so good i can't watch anything else i really haven't been watching much else like when i have free time i'll just pop on yeah. the godzilla channel yeah i just have it on on the background like while i'm cleaning or something and then every once in a while i just stop and watch a couple of big monsters destroy the town it's great i've also <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember which era it is i think it's like late 60s early 70s the costume gets real bad and it gets <laughs> real goofy it's pretty funny yeah it's it's wonderful i love it so much uh wanda keeps making fun of me for watching it so much but she has hey, so does my Wanda. she has fallen in love with the mothra lore just because it's wild <laughs> oh the, 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 the little twins the little, that sing the about twins, mothra. yeah and then the little small mothra that hangs out in mothra's legs named fairy that flies right. the twins around because <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild because they're so small they need a way to <laughs> and Mothra's all fluffy. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Mothra kicks ass. Well, in this Tokyo, they're just uh, popping in as yeah. they pop into this office's office. Yeah, it's just a boardroom that they pop into. Badass looking cityscape there. Yeah, real great. Um, they were hoping to meet somebody here, but they're not wait. Nobody's waiting for them. Um, nope. So they're looking for a package that somebody should have left for him but there's nothing there nothing there no no drop off no dead drop no person they were supposed to meet uh reaper thinks maybe they've been set up or compromised because the person they're supposed to meet isn't there but jessica's like if we were compromised there would have been 
something here that we didn't want. Uh, right. Um, and so she's like, "Well, let's just uh, let's just set off the alarm, shall we?" <laughs> Get them to come to us. Yeah. She looks maybe more excited than she should for um, about to beat the snot out of some guys who come. And come Reaper's like, "Huh?" In the background, <laughs> he's like, "What?" <laughs> Why'd you throw a chair through a window? Yeah. Well, to get the alarm to go off. Duh. Come on. No, I know, but that's what. Oh no, no, no. That's no. Ah! I was saying that's that's what she should say to him. He could be like, "Why did you do that?" And she'd be like, "Duh, you idiot." Yeah, heaven person. We got these things called security systems on Earth. God. Heaven, heaven, and hell. People not knowing what happens on Earth because they're too out of touch. Then we're back to uh, Biker Hippie, Cog, and Gunslinger. Um, I really do love the, like, lanky, spindly Gunslinger that Lashley writes or draws. It's mm-hmm. so good. Uh, then we learn that... Uh, and the big, big shoulder coat. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, like, like uh, 80s power suit uh, shoulder right. pads in there. Yeah, looking good. It's real nice. Uh, we learned that... Uh, that the Javi that Gunslinger is in is like a fake version. Uh, it was a duplicate that was set to expire after 24 hours that Cog set as as a trap for Gunslinger. He was like, I know you're going to like this body. I know you're going to choose it. Um, and well. Guess what? Yeah. And then... Cog pulls out the the actual Javi. Actual? Is it the actual Javi? Yes. Yes, it's the it's the actual Javi. Cause cause then Cog spends a whole long time explaining how he made a sick copy, and that's the one he's in. Um, and then they have to make a deal in order for Javi to get or to for Gunslinger to have this new Javi body that isn't sick, and he's got to fight. You know, he's got to fight the little bitty uh. The little bitty present that Cog has hidden within this hobby. Uh, so he shoots him. Yeah. And it's this. It looks a lot like Plague. Um, I don't think we get a name. Um, it appears to be some hybrid creature, part demon, part symbiote. Uh, it's a combo. Well, I know the name from whenever online. Whenever I saw the page puncher that I'll never have, I can't imagine I'll ever have that page puncher. His name's Augur. His name's Augur. But yeah, they don't they don't mention it here at all. But so so Gunslinger and this Augur having having a a a dukem a duke it out session a duke it a duke yep. it out session because that's what they call fights is a duke it and out session a duke it out <laughs> just uh gunslinger basically just shooting all the tentacles that that auger is shooting his way. I thought it was called a beach off it's a beach I'll beat you off any day a fight is a beach off yeah yeah, yeah. I'll beat you off David <laughs> oh it's just beach just beach gunslinger uh begins to feel something while they're fighting um uh, something emanating from inside the creature. Something that must have been put there by Cog himself. Javi's kind of distracted by this this feeling. Uh, I like in this one panel, he <laughs> he looks kind of like he's dancing. Uh, he's got one leg oh, way yeah, up in the like, air. <laughs> uh, and then he no, gets... These, this fight is awesome. Yeah. Just like him whipping around and just how whippy and 
I love that coat, that gunslinger coat. Yeah, it's it's Ken Lashley draws it wearing really well. There's so much motion. It's it's real good. Uh, but then Javi gets shanked right through the chest, right through the chest. He like sucks him in. He uses yeah. his power. He just like slowly takes over, like uh, just like uh, kind of like the the digital the digital realness that covers Neo when he first gets uh removed from the the Matrix, right? That wait, no, what am I thinking of? There's something where somebody drinks something and then it like coats them and transports them to another world. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of the Matrix. I, I'm thinking of the Matrix. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes like, ah, and it goes down his throat. Yeah, and it, like, covers him. Yeah, and then he wakes up in yeah. the goop. Yeah, okay. Because he touches the mirror, and the mirror becomes... Ah, weird. yeah, that's what it is. Oh, man. I should probably rewatch The Matrix. Good movie. Nice. Uh, Hot take. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so this auger completely takes over the gunslinger and then picks up his hat and puts it on. And we got like spooky ass gunslinger. I like how <laughs> as Augur takes over the gunslinger persona, uh, it takes the time to make the the skull the skull on his belt just like massive and horny, um, like horny as in endowed with horns, not you know bonk. Um, yes. Yeah, it's not massive and horny in that way. <laughs> Uh, and then Cog's like, yeah, this is good. This is good shit. This is good shit. And Gunslinger's like, hey, uh, sorry to let you know, this is all a ruse. It's actually still me. I am uh, digesting your pet auger right now. I uh, sucked him up. Uh, and then Cog's like, and yeah. took his power. Cog's like, yeah, yeah, this was a test. You passed. Good job. <laughs> and he's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and um, then the best, the most hilarious thing happens. Yeah, and then Gunslinger reaches out with his new auger goop and cuts Cog's head right off. Clean off. Clean off. Slit. With so much force that it throws his sunglasses off. Uh, Gunslinger says, I'm ready to be left alone for now. Uh, and then we get... Bum, bum, bum. We get the, the opening reading there, um, which which I enjoy because it's, it's uh, like put on the page as if it's still part of the narration. So whoever's been narrating this whole time is now like uh, cognizant of the, the fact that they're in a comic book and are like, yeah, 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 yeah. The next couple of books, it's going to be more of this. You should stick around <laughs> instead of being in the advertisement type. Right, right. Yeah, it's real funny. Yeah, great last image there. Yeah, it's amazing. Just... I like uh Are his eyes ripped out too. Yeah, it looks like his his eyes I guess like burned out. Cuz they're there yeah. in the panel above. And I guess they just right. necroplasmed themselves into charcoal G green goop, yeah. Yeah. Johnny, woo boy, uh that's a hell of a necrometer. Um Is that spawns or gunslingers? Well, there's no it's it looks it's spawn. like spawns. And not gunslingers because it doesn't have the the saloon door. Yeah, his or... spawns really low right now too, yeah. so it spawns. Okay. Yeah. Um, zero zero two four. That's not a lot. Uh, and that's that's all I got as far as spawn three oh nine. What's that back matter look like for you, Johnny? Well, there's no spawning grounds. Shockingly oh. weird. 
but there is just ads for all these trade paperbacks. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Ads for the Spawn Kills Everyone. Nice, nice. And then we get the, the lovely Mortal Kombat uh, figures that we've been seeing. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So and that's it. So many, so many different versions of Spawn within that one series. It's insane. Well, that's uh, Spawn 309, baby. Hell yeah. All right, gang. Next up, we got Scorched number 18 Ooh, um, the spookiest number is it the spookiest number <laughs> i don't know i'm just being dumb <laughs> the spookiest number is six right well that's that's not spooky enough and six 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 is too spooky so so 66 so that's that's spookier than spooky so 66 is the perfect amount of spookiness it's right on the spooky right on the spooky money I guess I guess that's uh that makes it a a five stars on the white people scale, which is about a two and a half or a three stars on the Thai spice scale. So, no, that's hilarious. Yeah, the there was a lot a story a long time ago from um our our friend Logan Branham, um, was at the Thai restaurant in Stillwater, Oklahoma, with a whole bunch of people, um, uh, Wanda included. Um, and they were asking the, the waiter was asking him how spicy he would like it. And he was like, Oh, I like it. I want, I want it all the way hot. I want the five stars. And they go, Oh, you're a spicy boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you can believe it, Johnny, um, the, the term spicy boy has become very, very, very prominent in this particular household. <laughs> oh, you're a spicy, spicy boy. boy. Spicy boy. So, first guest, Logan Branham. He's a spicy boy. Give him a shout out for it. Tell me spicy. Yeah. Uh, this is a spicy issue of Scorched here. It is. It is quite spicy. Um, this is the end of the third arc, the 12 to 18 arc here, since they tend to do six issue arcs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe maybe a bit too spicy for my liking. I uh, upset at the ending. Yeah, it's a little um, upsetting. It's a little upsetting. Um, we got to get to the beginning first, and you begin yeah. with the covers. Oh, I thought you began with the end. The end is the beginning is the end. Oh, we're getting into some Spawnaboros nonsense. My research led me to believe that there are two covers of this, Johnny. Uh, there are. Does your research back that up? It does, and so does the what is in front of my eyes, because I have both covers. Oh, huh. You fancy. Speaking of fancy, you a, you a fancy boy. The first one is by Victor Bogdanovich. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's pretty the, badass. It's great. That's the one I have, actually. It's uh, sort of a classic, the team, team members floating around in space kind of image. So it's like they've all been plucked out of their own little, like their own little scenes and just... Put their photoshopped together in one group. It's it's a right. fun. It's a fun. It's fun. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Jessica's got a crazy uh, gun in her left hand. Yeah, she does. It's got. It's almost got like a mitt portion of it that she slides her her fist into. Right. It's uh, wild. I really, I really enjoy these Victor Bogdanovich covers. 
it's got a, a nice it's a nice flavor nice flavor nice chunky lines nice texture like i like mm -hmm. jessica's like face like it all looks good and everybody's everybody's like written like drawn taller than they usually are so they've they got a lot of height to them yeah. i really like jessica's boots too she's they they look kind of like uh medieval peasant boots yeah and they're awesome i always thought medieval medieval peasant boots looked so fucking comfy but it, they're probably not comfy at all. They look like just sacks. <laughs> well, the other cover is by Paul Renaud, and uh -huh. it is Medieval Spawn with like a worm, like a verm in the background of of of, of a, a vivern, a wyvern. Is that is that a is is that a worm or is that his dragon? In the background. Yeah. In the big background, there's a dragon. The big in... background. No, that's like a it's thing. got it's got a. It's got a wing. It's got a wing on it, so it's at least yeah. But it's dragon, got. I'm saying like a worm, like a like a ver, like a yeah. W Y V R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's. I yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's also okay, got maybe like, this is dragon. I don't know. It looks like a bad guy to me. I guess his dragon's the one that's next to him. I don't know. Yeah, but there's that dragon's and... got. It's got four eyes. It's fucked up. It's not a normal dragon. Yeah, it's got like armored plating on its face too. It's got. It's got like massive amounts of teeth. That's that's too many teeth. Got a lot of teeth. Uh, so after you pop open this cover, we got mm -hmm. Sean Lewis, of course, on that script plot with Tom McFarlane, mm -hmm. an additional script, and David, off mic, had the uh, <laughs> uh, premonition that there's a lot of additional script by Tom McFarlane in this one because there's a lot of tactics and narration talk. We we were we were talking specifically about three or nine being very full of classic Todd Father stuff, uh, and I was like, man, Sean Lewis was like channeling the Todd Father for this this issue because there's a lot of there's a lot of that too. And then I opened the book and it says additional script plot, and I was like, oh, okay, oh, that's why <laughs> that expl that explains it, right? <laughs> uh, and of course, we have our art by Steven Segovia, one of uh -huh. our favorites. Oh, it's beautiful this time around. Uh, Ulysses Areola is on colors. Knocking it out of the park this time. Oh, this is a very colorful issue. It's got, it like, is. I love the, um, just the red flames on everybody. Yeah, the coloring in this um, is great. I'm looking at the, the first, the first page on the opposite side of the credits, and it's just, it's gorgeous. Super colorful. And just, like, the, all the colors from, like, what they're, they're summoning and reflecting and, like, off of everything. Like, it's just really yeah. cool. Yeah, there's, yeah. We already covered the covers. Uh-huh, yes, we did. And Todd McFarlane took a step back from Editor-in-Chief. Now that we're in May 2023 land, he is just creative director. And Thomas Healy, our buddy, is Editor-in-Chief. Maybe, maybe that's what they should have spent $2 billion on, was building a May 2023 land. And it's just, you can only... <laughs> You can only reference or do things that were available to you in May 2023. May 2023 land. <laughs> it's the new rival to Disney World, Johnny. Better watch out, Mouse. We're coming for you with May 2023 land. I don't know. What happened in May 2023? Was that when the sub exploded? <laughs> uh, No, that, I think that was June. Darn. Um, I don't know. We did that Star Wars episode. Hey! Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 great. came out, I feel like. Yeah, I think The Flash came out that month, too. Hey! hey. Uh, Spider-Verse also. Um, I don't think that was May. I think that was June. 
That was June. Okay. Um, oh no, I, I think the Flash was June too. So it might have just been Guardians. What happened in hey, hey, if you have any idea what happened in May 2023, <laughs> send us an email at regarding at gmail.com. I mean, I know about, we lived it. I, I lived through lived it. it. That was that was the last time this year that the, the White Sox were playing decently. <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh geez. Oh what a what a what a what a garbage fire this season has turned into. Yeah, unfortunately. Hey, at least the tickets will be yeah. cheap. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Let's we'll have to contend with the guys standing on the the concourse just telling everybody to save their money and go home. <laughs> um and then so previously in Scorch, yeah. the planet eaters are coming and Monolith has a plan to stop them. But Urzin might have something to say about that. Love you, Thomas Healy. Thank you for writing these nice, short, yeah. previously ons. Very beautiful. Um, uh, and continuing with a, a long-running uh, joke we have here, uh, Urizen says, I got something to say. What does Urizen say? I got your monolith. Uh, he says, I got something to say, like the, that Misfits song. Oh, you, you see, you're so high-pitched, David, that it so cut out. So high-pitched, it cut out? Well, it's on the recording. So, okay. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying nothing... the internet can't handle your uh, um, <laughs> your lovely tunes. I've, broke, I've broken Johnny's internet. You broke my internet, it's much a... like Kim Kardashian's ass. We gotta, we we only let Bran sing for, like, two measures during their guest episode, uh, because then you would all realize just how terrible I am at singing and would riot. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be having good singing on this show. David, I'd be in trouble. they know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do they know? Email us regarding spawnpod at gmail.com and tell us if you know that I'm a terrible singer or not. <laughs> Just a bunch of emails to say yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm, you're not a terrible singer. You, We're you gonna... are a good singer because you're just excited <laughs> to sing. That's a good singer. I don't have a I don't have a a proper instrument. Um, no, I have not I have not tuned it or. We didn't waste much money in college uh, learning how to sing, and then uh, I don't you know. know I don't got that breath control or nothing. Nope. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna laugh if we do get a whole bunch of emails that just say yes, and it's gonna be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the hell is this supposed to be? <laughs> so uh, that, those will be real easy to read, though. Be nice and short. Yes. Yeah. From Ben, yes. From Greg, yes. From Amanda, yes. <laughs> you know there's not a single woman that listens to this show, David. <laughs> oh, I, I know of two women that listen to this show. Okay, Johnny. no, I do too. Yeah, our moms, that's right. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> but that's 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 where it ends, because everybody else, uh, like, they're intrigued by the idea of a podcast. And I'm like, it's about Spawn. And they're like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's usually so, when everyone's like, huh? What? Who? Yeah, Spawn, definitely much, much more of uh, the male variety interested in the Spawn comics. Yes, and yeah, yeah, so it seems. But this, this week in Scorch, you get a recap, and then you get another recap. Yeah. Because the issue yeah. starts with, let's recap. <laughs> let's recap. <laughs> and we're here, when we last left Jessica, she, like, ran and, like, found mm-hmm. yeah, all she, three of the she, horsemen, like, summoning Urizen. Yeah, because she had realized that the the slaughter that Monolith was participating in was a distraction. distraction. Right. 
Because she, she, she used her fearlessness that she'd had since the day she came from her mother's womb. <laughs> from when she was shot across the delivery room. <laughs> Punched that doctor right in the fucking nuts. She had, as they say in, in baseball, she had a uh, uh, bat exit velocity of 108 miles an hour. So this virus that's been buried under the permafrost is getting let free by the three horsemen, which are Love, um, Mandarin, ne- and Necro. And Necro. And yep. this virus is coming out and starting to... It's like a virus manifested, it manifests as like kind of demon-y things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like plague adjacent, where plague is right, literally a anthropomorphized plague. So right, same with these. These guys got kind of a uh, soul devourer faces too, which I like that that sort of continuity. Like Sin devourer. That's how uh, Steven Segovia was like. If I'm gonna make some generic baddies, they're gonna have a consistency across them, and it it looks good. It looks good. I like it. Yeah, the the blue on this first page is just great. It's just a blue sheen on everything. No, I love it. I love you get that like yeah, the reflection off of everything, all the crazy lights, just mm-hmm. the lighting and color in this issue is really good. Yeah, it is. Um, so Jessica starts to get sucked in. These things are like latching yeah. onto her. It's 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 doing her dirty like the end of Drag Me to Hell style. Basically. Yeah, and it's like it's like sneaking it like normally we talk about the eyes smoking and it's like doing a reverse where her eyes are green, but the smoke going into it is brown and black and it's going into her throat. Looks no Neo good. style again. So and uh, this virus is seeking out heroes of the Scorched team, specifically those with Hellspawn powers. Just Margaret Love is doing her old evil scientist thing and just being like, look at it. Look at it latch to her. <laughs> look at it go. <laughs> and then uh, I love Monolith with his signature move of throwing a limb from off panel <laughs> or a head just, or any kind of body part. He just beans Mandarin right in the head with a <laughs> with the hand. And then they all like, look, they're like, what? Who's that? And then you turn the page and it's Monolith. Yeah, Margaret Love's sunglasses can't be really doing any good, can they? They're way too small. They're just there for the, you know, for the vibes, David. They're they're also they're also like like uh they're like Morpheus sunglasses. They ain't got the arms on them. They just they just clip. pince nez. Is that what they're called? Pince nez. I, I don't know. Sounds right to me. Yeah, pince nez. They're the ones that that grip by clipping the against the nose. Oh, nice. What Teddy Roosevelt used to wear. Nice. Well, la-dee-da. Ah, so fancy. He's an Oppenheimer. Teddy Roosevelt? No, he's not. <laughs> no, I was, I was about to say, I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure FDR's uncle had died by that point. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was not. Could you imagine? It's just all of these serious, serious people. And then Teddy Roosevelt busts in and is like, who's going to box me? <laughs> I caught a bear. Who wants to fight it? <laughs> Uh, so Monolith comes on and yells, release her! Uh-huh, yep. He's carrying the rest of that body that he threw the hand off of, which is a nice touch. Yep. Monolith, a creature from the future, a beast called the Herald of Doom. I thought he was just from another world. I didn't realize he was from the future. David, he's from, he's got the full comic book thing. He's from the future, from another world. <laughs> One more do you he's need? Basi- he's basically Cable, 
coming back. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out that Mark Rosen is actually his dad. <laughs> Monolith looking real good right here. Mm-hmm. And he just takes a big old chomp out of of uh, Necro. Yeah, just like right on his chest. He yeah, eats like, that. Just eats his uh, pectoral muscle. Yeah, he's got he's got purple goop coming out of it too. There, so that's so good. And you know, instinctive, instinctually, Monolith seeks out Necro, who is the leader. Um, so Monolith has he knows who's in charge. He knows what's what. I love how Redeemer just zaps love, and she just goes flying like a rag doll. Like you see her in the background, yeah. just like ah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and then medieval hits Mandarin with his with his big old hammer. Uh as as Batman from the Batman Batman the Brave and the Bold would say, his hammer of justice. His hammer of justice smacks him. Smacks him. Kangs him right into that There's a part of a building there now? Huh. Okay. Why not? Uh the virus grabs a hold of medieval and we get question mark as uh as speech bubble, which is very fun. Yeah, that is the grooviest question mark. I love it. And then Monolith breaks some stuff. <laughs> Monolith is just smashing the ground. He's fakowing. Fakow. Fakow. Uh, um. He says, "We don't have time for this. It's the Planet Eaters." Um. And I mean, you know, I guess. You destroy planet eaters by fighting the, the ground they're gonna eat. <laughs> um, um, and then he throws um, some of the virus beings onto love. Yeah, he's just he's just whipping them around, uh, and they latch onto her real real tight. Redeemer's in the background there, being like, "Love, how do we stop this? Tell me." She says, "I don't know. I swear, the beast controls yeah. it. We only unearthed it." And then she is now marked just like the planet with like that crazy symbol. Yeah. And then she becomes like a she starts speaking like a zealot and becomes like speaking the 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 gospel of the planet eaters here in this black speech I am bubble. The sacrifice that in my death and that out of others will our true masters create something better. Is that a line from Oppenheimer? I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Out of the two of us, you're the one who would know. <laughs> I'm sounds, just because what sounds... does he say? I have become death. I don't know. Whatever that fucking quote is. <laughs> it sounds almost like something that you would recite uh, uh, at a Catholic mass. That's the cadence. I, you try. You got to read it in, like the Apostles' Creed. Oh yeah, or the um. Well, I was Episcopal, so we had the uh, Nicene Creed, and we had the um, Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. The oh man, when I converted to Methodism after being a Catholic for so long, and uh, at the end of the Lord's Prayer, Methodists just go right into the tag at the end. Whereas Catholics, there's a, a part where you stop, and then depending on what time of the year it is, the priest says a special version of another prayer in the middle there, and then as a group you close it out. Uh, it took me like. At least at least three months of being a Methodist to feel comfortable enough just steamrolling through the end of the Lord's Prayer. Real awkward time for young David. Just steamrolling right through it, and it's the middle of the church, yeah, so you're like, and you're just like, blah, and you're the only one talking? Yeah, well, no, like, everyone else was talking, 
and I wasn't because I was supposed to wait for the priests to do a prayer. And I was like, what are you doing? We wait for a prayer here. But no, that's not the way they do it. That's not the way they do it. Those crazy Methodists. It's wacky. It's wacky. Well, at least they aren't Baptists. Yeah, that's true. Woo! No offense to any Baptists that are listening. Uh, Johnny, as a lapsed Methodist, yes, all offense to Baptists. Okay, all offense <laughs> to all Baptists that are listening. Um, I don't think I'm really a Baptist. If you're a Baptist, I don't really think you'd be reading Spawn. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I just don't think it really definitely lines up not. with your uh, point of view. Yeah, nope, definitely not. Um, Necro's over here losing his mind because love is taken over by the virus and he doesn't like that. Necro's letting his emotions get in the way, Johnny. Because he's in Except love. there will be sacrifice. He is, with love. He loves love. Um... And then it appears, Johnny. The Mark. Dun, dun, dun. A symbol so ancient no one remembers it's what its origin is. <laughs> so that's so that's what I meant by uh Sean Lewis was channeling the Todd Fatherness before the Todd Father actually was known to be there. <laughs> oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, the the symbol so ancient, yeah, like that definitely yeah, sounds Todd yeah, It seems to be a part of the DNA of every world. So it's basically just marking us for these planet eaters that are coming, which we know because we're a couple issues ahead, IRL, um, what's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. they are here. Yeah. They're everywhere! Um, Mandarin says, the virus, I thought it was only meant for humans. Uh, that's a mistake Mandarin will regret. The, the virus is wrapping itself around both Mandarin and Medieval. And then Monolith is like, Necro! Who would set this free? Answer me! And then, um, we'll speak of the Urizen. But speak of the Urizen, as... he shall appear. Yeah. Um, he just, like, looms out of the shadow. He's colossal. No adornments or fanfare. Saunters forth like a god, gazing with disdain at those who should all be bowing to him. <laughs> this next page, you get some of that awesome orange color. It looks great. Yeah, there's. it's like they're... In the middle of a fire, a, a fire tornado. Yeah, it's great. And man, Urizen's a big beefy boy. So He's big, big so it makes Monolith look tiny. Yeah, Medieval's like I thought he died. <laughs> instead of instead of it being a statement that he thought he died, it's a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> it's funny it's when you imagine that's Mark saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and you think that Monolith's gonna die like yeah, everyone's like looking at him Redeemer's like Monolith run, run. But, but you know he does something the... unexpected and seeks a truce Monolith does does know Urizen so that's the giant understands if Monolith is here something even greater is coming so it's a uh... Very much like the big villain has recognized that the Silver Surfer is the uh Right, it's kind of like that, because like, it so. seems like Monolith's like this herald of doom, and like, because he says, if we're both here, that's bad news. Yeah. And that, that's and what the so. Silver Surfer's like, right? He's the herald of Galactus? Yeah, he, he seeks, out and, uh, seeks out worlds that Galactus can devour, and then preps them for their destruction. Um, and so if, this, if you see the Silver Surfer, uh, uh, you're about to have a real bad day. So Urizen utters two words, 
that none would believe. None of them would believe it, Johnny. Um, and my main my main issue with this issue, Johnny, is that the two words that Urizen speaks are just like tossed off in the narration instead of in big like big nasty letters that that look like how his voice sounds. Right. I want some I want some texture on those words. Especially since they're the only two words he says this whole issue. No, he says I seek a truce earlier. Oh, okay. No, oh, that was, no that was monolith. Oh yes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to say like he's he's so evil and like bad that you can't even see his dialogue. You can't even yeah. look at it. And Necro Necro's not having it. He says, No, not after all we've done and Urizen just Whew, like a Zaps He looks him. like a he looks like a bat, so it looks like he's a bat putting out like necroplasmic uh radar sonar pulses. waves or something. Yeah. yeah. Pulses right through him. Designed to be a replica of spawn is all that saves Necro. <laughs> Like, like all of his adornments have been burned away, and he is now just—he's like the 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 T eight hundred when all the the flesh gets burned off of him. Yep, pretty much. He's just like a naked naked robot. And and uh, medieval's like, I don't understand. Monolith. This is where he kind of explains that he's like the herald, and if they're both there at the same time, it means the planet eaters are coming, and nothing else matters. Well, I guess Urizen speaks here. I will begin to prepare them. Prepare for them, Monolith. Wait for my orders. Monolith agrees. Wait for my orders. But, but that's a lie. <laughs> None of them have to sit and wait. So we got the Todd Father not not letting us sit in suspense too long. Be like, yeah, he just straight up lied to that motherfucker. <laughs> Monolith is so cool. He has no problems lying to this big nasty demon guy. <laughs> no problem at all. No problem at all. Urizen doesn't know about this deceit, though, so. <laughs> Guess I'm enjoying these additional edit scripts much more than I think I should, Johnny. This is great. <laughs> so, Urizen, um, not Urizen, Monolith cracks a big hole in the ground and says they gotta bury the infected. Yeah, because they, they turn back to the battle with the vi- virus. Uh, and it's just this deep, dark pit. Um... And everybody else is like, but they're not dead. And he's like, hey, man, they've been infected. They will be dead. They're going to uh, be. And if, they, and if they aren't dead, uh, they're not going to be who you want them to be anymore. So you best uh, send this virus back from whence it came. The permafrost. Under that permafrost. And then we, um, it's like really sad because I guess Jessica's dead. Yeah. And so. What the fuck? Uh, that's, that's, uh. I do believe the technical term for that, Johnny, is uh, some bullshit. Yeah, um, it is bullshit. I mean, I'm excited to see this new where it goes, and I'm like she has been around, but it's just like, man, she got killed. That sucks. Yeah, that's no good. And then we get uh, medieval being the uh, the cop that comes and knocks on the door. <laughs> What's the this this his his code of chivalry is like? Well, I got to do this. I got to make sure everybody knows that their family members are dead. So he flies his dragon <laughs> to yep. the middle of the woods <laughs> and is somehow undetected on a giant fucking dragon. <laughs> right by the house. Right by the house. And they aren't, like, he's looming in the window and they aren't looking straight at him, which 
like can you imagine looking out your window and seeing medieval spawn i'd be like oh my fucking god yeah it would be terrifying um and then he gets uh he gets um bad news us interrupt us by al simmons uh and al says hey man hey man no don't don't leave him alone that don't don't let them know that a war is going on unless they have to be drug into it. Uh, so I need you to catch me up on what's going on, soldier. That will include the fate of Jessica Priest, why Monolith is now the leader of the Scorched, and why Spawn will need to face this harsh reality. So it's setting up for those planet eaters coming for him. Yeah. And then Scorched Skull to end the episode, the issue. Brant's got me calling them episodes now. And it's fucking with my brain. Uh, well, we, we flip it. We flip the page, and we got the spawning ground. Yeah, we got another fan art section. It's uh, it's real good. Our our buddy Maximum Noir has a kick-ass haunt there. Yeah, and then my yeah. buddy Quentin Tarantino has a oh, it... uh sockless and shoeless Jessica there. Look at like leaning on a pillow. Oh yeah, he's gonna make a whole movie. That's the if Quentin Tarantino were to give us a Spawn movie, it would just be <laughs> building up to Wanda's and she Spawn's feet. Maybe, maybe, maybe Malbolge's feet for the freak out there. Freaks out there. You know why not? Why not? There's a foot out there for every face, I guess. For, for, for every face. <laughs> uh, there's a a meatball head Spawn. Uh, there's a cool. Scorched cover with Jessica that's literally 90% Jessica hair. That's fun. Yeah, I like that one. There's a Brock the Shock Fennel style clown at the bottom. Yeah, he looks like Brock. Man, it's a real good one, though. It's He's flipping him the bird. Yeah. Man, I love these fan arts. They're fun. They're great. Oh, yeah. No, this is a good, good one. Get our normal advertisements. And then at the back, Johnny, does this toy does this toy advertisement at the back make you regret canceling your pre-order? That it does. This is the one I it pre-ordered. Does. Yeah, because that's it's fucking badass. Well, now that I've quit vaping, maybe I can afford it. <laughs> I can afford anything now. You're gonna get you're gonna get in so much trouble. Wanda's gonna be like, why do we now have less money than when you vaped? And you'd be like Save the money for vaping. Spent it on other things. Spent it on dragons. What did you buy? That's scorched eighteen right there. Yep, that's the that's the end of it. With that, Johnny, I think we gotta rate these puppies. It's time to rate the puppies. So, our first issue we covered was Spawn number three hundred nine. Uh huh. Kind of a beginning of this gunslinger journey. You get some Jessica and Al action. Uh, really good getting back to this after, you know, I, li- I like where this is now. I like the the story building up here. What are you going to give this issue, David? Oh, you're going you're gonna to give to me first? Uh, I am going to give it uh, 3.75 skeletons with hoop earrings. Um, oh, nice. It's, uh, I enjoyed the heck out of this issue the art kicks ass um it's like right at the beginning of an arc and it's it's feeling like it's going to be a real groovy arc even though it's part two of two 
Um, I feel like the story going forward is going to be real groovy. It's a nice little introduction to like introducing our current gunslinger to the universe. Kind of connecting those dots that we missed kind of, of like what was dots. up with it's, the host body and Javi and everything. Yeah, it's it's real solid. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. It it clips right on by. It's got a lot of good character work. Yeah. I'm going to give it three and a half uh, hippie cogliostros. Ah, nice. Biker nice. man cogliostro. Biker hippie. Is 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 uh biker hippie Cogliostro is he also a deadhead? Does he like to just drop out for a whole weekend, man? I mean definitely. <laughs> it's always it's always really weird when like Dead and Co comes through town and it's like what what <laughs> this is still a thing, huh? Man, there's still a lot of people here. Oh yeah. It's it's wild. It's wild. Our second issue was Scorched number eighteen. Yes, it was. Where we had the big battle between Urzan and Monolith and everybody. The end of arc number three for the Scorched. I'm going to give this one four. Margaret Love being thrown in the background by Reaper. Or by, by Redeemer. Nice. Just going, wow! I love that. It <laughs> cracked me up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to give it uh, four box in the face with a... With a dismembered hand. With a dismembered limb from Monolith, yeah. Yeah. Bach. Yeah. It's this this issue was just so much fun. It Oh yeah. The scorched The Scorched work best, I feel, when they you get a chance to sort of just like romp around in kind of the ridiculousness of the whole universe. Um, this is definitely doing that. It's using stuff from this, all over, new ideas, Urizen, old ideas. Like, it's just yeah, really cool how he's mixing them yeah. all together. It ends one arc, it sets up the next arc. It's it's the fun it's just a fun issue. It gives enough closure from the previous story, leaves enough overlap that it's easy enough to to grab onto it for when we continue. Um we're pissed yeah. off Jessica's dead and that's going to be a fun thing to follow through to see what's happening with our our scorched team leader Jessica, um how different monoliths uh you know, management style is going to be from Jessica's. <laughs> oh boy. Pretty different, oh boy. I imagine. Could you could you imagine being on that work team and your manager going from Jessica Priest to Monolith? Oh boy, <laughs> he just throws a uh, he just throws a limb at you right off the bat. <laughs> oh man, throws a oh, foot man. right in your face. Man. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> yeah, I. Really like this issue. I, I can say how some people could be like, well, obviously she's not really dead. And it's like, yeah, of course, it's comic books. It's a, we don't care. Yeah, it's a comic It's a comic book. It's get a comic book. She's going to come back. They're not killing her forever. And it's not even set up yeah. that way. Like, it's not set up as, like, some big deal. Yeah, no, like, like literally the, the as she's getting covered up with snow is just begging for, like, if this... If this were a movie, like you would see her eyes start to light up a little bit before the right or like twitch or something. The camera yeah. cuts, so yeah, solid, exactly. solid issue. Well, David, mm-hmm. I'm just sad because what are you, what are you sad about now? How I said I'd never get to open. One of those page punchers. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to settle for an off-brand page puncher where you just find a page and you punch it yourself. Yeah, well, 
Or or you'll have to rename a, a three hole punch as a page puncher, and there you go. Wait, hold on. What's going on here? <laughs> what's uh what's uh what Oh, it's coming through the torrent portal. Oh Someone's no coming Oh, oh no, is it monolith? Oh no monolith. no it's Whoa. What? It just this just fell from my ceiling out of the tour portal. It's it's oh, it... it's the page punchers what? of gunslinger and auger. What? What? All right, all right. So first off, Johnny, that's that's really fucking cool. I'm I'm glad you were able to get that. But also, uh, the portal's now dropping stuff on you. Oh boy, oh boy. I am worried for your health. I am too. Uh, but I'm more gonna... excited to open this thing. Yeah, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Let's get onto this thing. That's yeah. Uh... It's time Hell for yeah. Todd's toy talk. So yeah, I got fresh delivered from the toy portal in my ceiling that I opened an episode like 15 of the podcast uh, by using demon magic. Uh, out of the sky has fallen the two-pack, the page punchers of Javi and Auger, Gunslinger and Auger. Nice. So I'm about to bust this puppy open here. Let me get my pocket knife out because it's got, it's so these are kind of like in a clamshell packaging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, there's tape all around the edges, so I gotta take this knife and cut all the tape off. Yeah. But so these page punchers are kind of like a little more affordable, uh, maybe more kid-oriented kind of toys. Yeah, they they only have like what two two points of articulation, like you can move the legs and the arms. They have I guess four, that makes it three, and probably four. the head too. So I think they got five actually. Yeah, not not a lot of small pieces. Uh, nope. They fit they fit in smaller hands too. Fit in your pocket. Um, although, t- take it to school with you. Although you know, with with the way that our spawns costumes look, I don't know if you'd want one of those spiky boys in a little a little kid's hand. <laughs> or in your pocket, it might stab you. So I'm gonna that bust it a... open here. It's this clamshell packaging. Just gotta pull it open. Busting, 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 busting. Busting. It is spawn three oh nine. Woo! Nice. Another printing of it. I wonder if there's anything special in it. It's the Todd McFarland cover. Nice, nice. And everything. Oh, all the ads are completely different. Ooh. Are they like the current updated the current ads? Stuff. Or yeah, they, page like... punchers, McFarland okay. dragons, current spawn stuff. So yeah, it's got a. It's got a whole bunch of stuff. That's cool. It's like. It's like when you when you download a popular podcast, they have it set to whenever you download it, you download the uh, current advertisements they have, and not the advertisements that were put out originally. <laughs> right. That's okay. Exciting. So it comes with this. Oh, it comes with like a stand. That's pretty cool. Nice. So it comes with a stand for the comic book, I guess. That's nice. Ooh. So you can put the comic book. Let me see here. Oh yeah, so you can like put the figures in front of the comic book. That's pretty cool. Nice. So it comes to this stand. Let me see here. This stand will probably come in handy when I'm doing photos, actually. Yeah. Oh man, that's a great idea. Yeah, because you can put the comic book right in there. So I'm gonna put the comic book in here. Stands right up, looking good. Nice, nice. There he is. And then I've got 
This little teeny tiny gunslinger. <laughs> oh, he's hilarious. This is awesome. He's so small. Why he's so small out? and cute. The gunslinger version of Mothra's fairy. This is the little tiny version that hangs out in his legs. <laughs> okay, so they've got a little bit of they have ball they have ball joints on their arms, so they have like pretty good oh, articulation nice. there. Oh nice. And the legs are just regular joints, but that's pretty cool. It's a it's a real fun it's a real fun concept given having a a sub ten dollar toy that comes with a comic book that, you know, if you want a Superman toy you get a free Superman comic book too, or a Batman or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. It's it's like a double duty toy that doesn't really skimp on either either bit. Cause... So I'm pulling out Auger here. I got Auger, little tiny guy, all spindly and cool. He's got he's got waist articulation. He does not have. Oh, he has ball joint. He does not have ball joints on his arms. He's just oh, regular sad. joints. Yeah, pretty cool. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta you're gonna have to you're gonna have to watch out and make sure they don't fight and gunslinger accidentally absorbs all of Auger. Yeah, I don't want him to suck up Auger here and absorb him. These are great. These look good on my new sh- these look great on my new shelf. Yeah, nice. Sweet. So that is the page puncher there. Well, speaking of speaking of punching pages, Johnny. Mm-hmm. We like uh we like to have people go over and punch the hearts on the pages of friends of ours over on Instagram. Of course we do. Uh, so, cause man, in the Instagram spawn community, one of the best communities in the world, hands down. Not even just one of the best spawn communities. Just everybody's so fucking cool. Uh, this this week we want to shout out uh, a friend of ours, RV underscore collects. And that's they got a badass king spawn. As their profile picture. No, he's got a, he's got a, a lot of a lot of Hulk action figures. So it seems like they, that he's a uh, pretty big into Hulk. Which uh, the current Hulk is a horror book, and it's really fucking good. Um, he's got a lot of a lot of Spawn action figures. Looks like he got himself a Batman Spawn double set. That's pretty cool. Sharing his stuff, sending love out to everybody who's sharing other Spawn stuff, and it's real good. It's real good. He's got that that picture of the world's finest variant that has Nicolas Cage as Superman. <laughs> good Spawn stuff as well. Looks like he got the Spawn yeah. Batman figures. That's pretty cool. He's got he's got like a a niche Masters of the Masters of the Universe figure, so maybe he can uh, fill us in on Masters of the Universe lore when we get it wrong. He man. Which will be often. Which will be often. <laughs> which will be any time we mention Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Fucking Orko. Orko the in- incompetent mage who, when he goes back to his own world, is like the most powerful figure. <laughs> it's like the bizarro world of the Masters of the Universe universe. Go check it out. And while you're over there, make sure to check us out regarding Spawn Pod. Yep, yep, and yep, we're yep. posting our pickups and stuff with you about the episodes and just a lot of fun things. So get on over to our Instagram and join the fun. Yeah. And if you want to join in the fun, you can send us an email at regardingspawnpod at gmail.com. One of the things you might want to email us about is you might want to say, who does this great music you do? 
that oh. you have. And we would tell you that it's yeah. Ryan underscore Voiles underscore 27. Yep, over on Instagram. He's real, he's real freaking good at it. He does good music. He does. He's great. So that's, that's your freebie. You don't even have to email us for that one. You sure don't. You can just go right there. Yeah, but right there. if you want to email us, as you may want to do, I always like to ask a question every uh-huh. week. This was these like these uh, page punchers kind of remind me of like old Star Wars figures a little bit. I mean, they're a little smaller, but I just oh, yeah. wonder. And I played a lot of those with as a kid, so I just wonder what was your favorite like action figure line as a kid? Was it Star Wars, Ninja Turtles? I don't know. Maybe a more niche one. There could be a lot. So. Whatever your nice. was it Spawn? Maybe you're ahead of the time. You just always been a Spawn man, because I was yeah. a Star Wars man when I was a kid, a Star Wars boy. Oh man, I was, I was, I was deep, deep in the sewers of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was nice. Like at least every other ever every other toy I got was a TMNT toy. So gotta love them. And I also. I strangely had a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation toys. Okay. <laughs> so that's a like Data and Worf. Data and Worf have always been my two favorite characters. Uh, or I don't I don't know what that says about me specifically, but I love them. I think it says oh. you're a real cool dude, David. It, it means either I'm a, a robot or a uh, <laughs> a a man who knows no subtlety. Because <laughs> Klingons, Klingons ain't subtle. So what are we gonna do reading next week, David? Oh, we're gonna be reading next week. Oh, this is news to me. Whew. Um, can I, can I, can I request that you know we do something light, like maybe we go pick up a uh, Archie's Digest from the no. gas station or something? Oh, come on! But we're I need to know Spawn. which one he's gonna choose. Is it gonna be Betty or is it gonna be Veronica? I want to see what kind of hamburger Jughead makes this time. Um, <laughs> but no, David, no, no, no. I'm dying Next. in this closet. You're killing me. You're literally killing me. <laughs> so hot. I have I have the power now. Um, uh, phenomenal cosmic power. Itty bitty recording space. Um, <laughs> for next week, we're gonna be reading a couple of issues from Spawn's uh, greater universe, as we all know. Um, and. Uh, since we're all caught up on most of our classic stuff, we're going to be doing a double main title episode next week again, Johnny. Boom, boom. So, boom, boom. Or spawn, spawn. Spew, spew. Um, our classic is going to be uh, Spawn 310, which uh, you have already read. And I have. I have. So, so you can tell us just exactly how excited we should be for that one. How it's good. It's great. It continues this. It's awesome. A lot of great Jesse yeah. stuff. Some fun Hell stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Also, hell yeah. Our new book will be Spawn 342, which is the continuing saga of Sin in Hell and uh, Albert Simmons in Heaven, which it's just been a great, it's been a great tale. Oh, yeah. It's It's a lot of fun. Probably the most fun I have on current, most fun I'm having on current Spawn issues that aren't just like, the Todd father's ridiculousness because while I love the Todd father's ridiculousness and gunslinger really doesn't misstep for me, even when it may be objectively bad, (laughs) uh, spawn the, the current main title stuff is just, 
quiet, quietly brilliant. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and it's, it's really so cool, cool, like just seeing the build up of these like machinations, the politics of hell and heaven, and everything. It's been cool. Yeah, we're also we also have enough background on it now under our belt that we we know when Rory McConville's being a a sneaky a sneaky lore man. Yes, we can spot that better now. I guess I guess if you are a person that is into lore, you would be a Lorax. Yeah, I can see that. Or if you're a person that hides that. in a tree. <laughs> One of the or two. just a, a Danny DeVito type. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be reading next week. Spawn 310, Spawn 342. Read along with us. Uh, email us your opinions if you want us to read your opinions on the issue on air. Uh, if you can get it in fast enough. <laughs> yep. Or, re- or, or email your opinions about the issues today. Any, any yeah, opinion any you want to email. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, we got all that stuff covered. Johnny, I think that just leaves me to say. It's been a fun-ass time this week. I've enjoyed talking some Spawn with you. Yeah. And I just wish you all the best. I hope you get some rest. And may the Scorch be with you. And also with you, David. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, this is these are cool. I really like... They're just funny how they're so little. I just wish I had the other page puncher now. I wish now, See, that's the thing. You get one. It's like give a mouse a yeah. muffin. Or yeah. give a moose a muffin. You want give, one give page me. puncher, you want the other one now. Now I want the one with... Yeah. Spawn and anti-spawn, but oh, nice! Uh, what? Oh, what? Oh. oh, ow! It just fell oh, from the what? ceiling again. What the heck? Oh, oh my God! Oh no! What? Oh, oh there's no. just toys falling into this. Oh, ah! oh no! Oh God, no! I'm, I'm getting buried in toys. Help! Oh, Johnny! Send help! Send help! My Johnny! Oh. There's worse ways to die than to be buried in toys.